1: Enjoy a tall, cool, dude. What is this?
2: What what are we doing? What in God's name are we doing?
0: What? Our lives! What what kind of lives are these? We're like
1: children. We're not men. No, we're not. We're not men. It's the nightcap. Are we going to be sitting here when we're 60 like two idiots? We should be having dinner with our sons when we're 60. We're pathetic. Oh.
0: You know that? Yeah, no, like I don't know that I'm pathetic.
1: On WGR, Sports Radio 550. So then you asked yourselves, isn't there something more to life? Yes.
3: Yeah, well, let me clue you in on something.
4: There isn't.
5: Guess what I had today? Guess what you had for what? Uh, to drink. Oh, to drink. You're right. That was, that was too broad. <laughs> that was very broad. Could have been anything. What did you have to drink? Could have been allergy medication. Did you have a lot of coffee? Ooh, no.
2: Not a lot. I had pumpkin-flavored coffee oh, okay. today. <laughs> He's so upset already. Yes. Pumpkin lattes are back.
5: Although I went with the cold brew. I'm a cold brew guy. It wasn't... Cold. Joe, I couldn't care less about this conversation. I know,
2: but just it, it's it's indicative of what is becoming. Because I walked outside today. I was in my car, windows down, hoodie oh, yeah. on. Oh yeah, hoodie and shorts, pumpkin cold brew in the, in the cup holder, and I'm looking around like this football is it. season. This is it. Yes.
5: Ohio State plays Minnesota tomorrow, and I couldn't be more excited. Don't care about either team. Don't care about either team. I, I was exciting, excited watching Nebraska and Illinois
2: last week. I don't know a single thing about either team. It's fun I knew to the watch. over
5: was 52 and a half. That's all I knew. It's fun to watch Nebraska because they're just a dumpster fire of a program right now. So that's fun to watch. Their demise right. as a program has been fun to watch. But... Waking up this morning, walking outside, and not immediately sweating was fantastic.
2: That was perfect. I loved it. Um, especially been with how warm day for it's a been. Perfect yeah, tailgate. Perfect tailgate. That's what it was. Someone tweeted that. I forgive me for whoever did. Deserve credit, but it was right on the money. You woke up this morning. It was like tailgate. It had the tailgate smell to it. That I think football it was smell.
5: It might have been Beauvais. Yeah,
2: like it smelled like football this morning. Yes. Um, tailgate smell maybe is not what he went with there. Cause tailgate smell is more like you're just smelling. No, it's just the the
5: crispness of the air. The, oh, it's just great.
2: Yes. Um, I'm fired up. It's, it's September 1st. I feel like the game should be Sunday. It's not, it's okay, but we're getting there. Uh, day by day, we're closer. The next thing you know, it will be that Sunday. It's going to be beautiful. It looks like out from very early weather forecasts, and it's going to be a party. In that stadium. Is it is there a better... Is there a game that you've ever gone to in your life? I don't think
5: it's possible, maybe. Probably not. For m- more hype leading into it. The only thing I can think of, and it's hard to compare, but the only thing I can think of is the season following the 05-06 playoff run for the Sabres. Everyone knew yep. that team was just going to be a juggernaut. But there's 82 games. Yeah. So each game doesn't have that importance that a game over the Steelers at home for the first time in front of a full crowd in two years has. So I I doubt that at least in our lifetimes, Joe, that there's ever been as much hype surrounding a Buffalo sporting event.
2: I think it's, it's kind of the COVID factor matters to this. Why is it, why is it going to feel so special in that stadium next Sunday? Well, Couple of factors. Of course, the team is great, and they just were in the AFC Championship game. They signed their quarterback, signed their coach, their GM, their star corner. The wide receiver is under contract. Like everybody's here. There's no real questions about anybody leaving. The team's great. The weather's going to be nice. It's a it's an opponent that matters. It's not the Texans. It's not Washington. Week right. One. It's not even the Jets. It's Pittsburgh. They're perfect for this because that organization they rate and they've been good for so long that you beating them will look impressive even if they're not that good. I believe 17 straight years without a losing season. Right. So like that's the Steelers. Like they're never bad. They're always good. They, they're they're Pittsburgh. Look at them. Yeah. The black and gold. The, they matter. And If the Bills just put them down next Sunday and the weather is nice and it's on the heels of a year where nobody could go to games until the few thousand got to go in the playoffs, the first full stadium we'll see in basically two years. I mean, all of that to me is going to come to a head on one day, and it's going to be the biggest party I think Buffalo sports has seen in the last 20 years. I mean, there have been playoff games the Sabres have had that I think probably rate in the same way. Sure.
5: It's different, though. Game one, was it, oh wait, did they host Carolina in 06? No, they had to go to Carolina for the first two games. But it's different, though, because of how quick the turnover in the playoffs is. We're talking about an entire offseason of hype leading up to this, and Bills fans could not enjoy how good the team was with them last year. You know, it's a it's a different kind of it's it's like a, I, we've missed you, you know. For for the playoffs, of course, everyone's hyped for you know those mid two thousands games with the Senators and the the Hurricanes. But it's different because the buildup wasn't the same. You know, you finish one series and then a couple days later you find out who you're playing and then boom, that's who you're playing. You don't have this dreadful waiting and uh anticipation and eagerness for the season to start like you do with this and in my entire time as a buffalo sports fan there has never been this much excitement for a season to start and it's at home
2: it's perfect perfect it's just completely perfect even honestly roethlisberger coming back makes it perfect sure because he's big ben but he's also shot maybe and maybe terrible um so I am. I that's kind of the question I want to start with tonight. Like, when's the last time you extend? You attended? You were as excited to attend a Buffalo sports game as Bill Steelers next Sunday? Like, what? What's the last time you've had a game like that? And to me, like, I was going to reference Game Three against Carolina. Mm. But what are they? Are they one-one in that series? Yes. I mean, that's that's maybe it. Game
5: Six in that series. Um. I don't think there's any game for See, the Sabres in 07. It's different, though, because Game 6 is a little nervous. You're nervous. Right. Because you are that's an elimination game was Game 6. That's a good point. There doesn't feel like... Well,
2: no, I, I will say going in, it feels like there's nothing to lose for the Bills. Is that is that fair to say? If they, maybe, maybe we're not entertaining the thought that it could go poorly. Maybe, maybe that's part
4: of it.
5: And I don't think we're entertaining it enough. That's not something I necessarily want to address tonight, unless you want to. I mean, we have an hour to fill, but... It's different because this Bills team is so good. I just can't fathom them, barring, you know, catastrophic injury or COVID-related outbreak. I just can't imagine them being down all year. So if they lose a game here, if they lose a game there, it's like, all right, well, they have Josh Allen. And that offense is stacked. And this team is not going to be kept down forever. You know, it's not like going into a a game six against Carolina with your back against the wall. It's, you know, mm, I'm trying. The hard part, Joe, about doing this is trying to recollect all those feelings and emotions and thoughts from that long ago for those Sabres runs. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to it's hard to remember because it's just been so freaking long since we've had that kind of game for the Sabers. When's the last time the Sabers have played a meaningful game period? So to even remember what right. it's like <laughs> is difficult. But to answer the question, I think I went to most of the, I went to most of the games in 2019, most of the Bills games that is. And yep. they started 3 and 0. Their first two games were at MetLife. They beat the Jets, beat the Giants, then they came home for Cincinnati. I wasn't, you know, of course excited because that was the home opener against Cincinnati. Figured Cincinnati was going to be a pushover. They win. The next week was against the 3-0 Patriots. I think that's most recently the most excited I've been for a Bills game. But even then it's you're going in knowing you're the underdog, probably going to lose. You mm-hmm. probably don't stack up against that team. This is much different. Much different feeling.
2: Eight zero three zero five fifty is the phone number. Jody Biasi and Brendan Keeney here on the Nightcap. If you want to jump in on the conversation, um, every time now, like with the Bills, like ESPN's got like a little highlight package going, and it's like all Bills stuff, and I'm like, oh, what are they going to talk about here? Mm. Like I'm still, I still do that, where it's like, oh, the, the ESPN's talking about the Bills. What? Why? Why are they talking about the Bills? Well, they put up some graphic. They have a fifty-two percent chance of winning the division. Does that feel right. Feels a little low. It feels low, but the other teams were much lower. It's like 20, right. 20 and Naturally. ten.
5: Yeah, but um, it, it but still anyways. feels like the Bills have more than a coin flip shot of winning the division. I think something would have to go wrong, right, in order for it not to happen. Now, I was looking at Miami and New England schedules, and New England especially their schedule, especially to start the year, is quite easy. Right. It looks like it's almost like a Bills versus Chiefs
2: package thing that they're doing. But anyways, um, looking for your phone calls. The multiple ways you could look at this really the best game you've ever attended versus also like the most hyped you've ever been to attend a game i think for me it's difficult because the years i went to games almost every game for like a two three year period we're talking like the 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 first
5: couple tie ride years the first two tie ride years like 2015 2016 rex really This is Rex. There was a bit. There was a lot of hype going into Rex's first year against the Colts. There was,
2: but you didn't have Allen, right? And that was that was a big part of it. I liked Tyrod. I wanted him to win the starting job when he first showed up. It was him. It was EJ, who we were already pretty sure was not going to be anything of importance for the Bills. He had flamed out, and you had Matt Castle. Just could not get excited in the slightest about the idea of Matt Castle being their quarterback. But here comes this guy who showed up originally as like a training camp arm, who's been a was a sixth round pick, been backing up in Baltimore, never played, and it's like, all right,
5: was a very good college player,
2: right? Like I, I remember everyone being like, hey, maybe they catch lightning in a bottle with Tyrod Taylor. Maybe his rushing just gives you another element to your quarterback position that you're not going to otherwise have. And, oh, look, he's basically the same passer, if not even a little bit better than what EJ and what Castle are giving you. So I liked that they chose Tyrod. But still, he was a career backup who was drafted in the sixth round, and you were starting him week one. Like, he was your plan. And at the time, that ranked maybe last in the league for good reason. If if right now that happens somewhere else, Minnesota, next year, say, like Cousins leaves, and they have a quarterback competition between Kellen Mond, who they just drafted in the third round, and some token veteran um, that that's always passed around the league. Who might that be? I don't know. Like, Mitch but, Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky's in the competition. And, oh, look, they've also got this – Sixth round quarterback that's never started before, and he ends up and he's been a backup for five years. Okay, he wins the job out of camp and he's going to start. What's your reaction? It's not. Oh wow, this guy must be pretty good. The Minnesota's putting in it's wow. It's fun. Minnesota is in trouble because look who they're starting at quarterback. Yeah. Okay. There that's was you're saying, yeah. those types of vibes around the Bills. So to me, I can only get so excited for that week one game against the Colts that I did attend.
5: There, there were a couple of different factors, though, as well. that w- They had just acquired Shady. Everyone was stoked about that. They had just acquired Percy Harvin. Yeah, Everyone was stoked about that. But the difference between then and now is the difference between hope and expectation. Exactly. We were hopeful that all of these new pieces would turn into a dynamic offense and that Rex would build this defense to be a gauntlet. Like historic, right? We're talking and, about, and to be fair, they kind of lived up to the expectation. At least that one game, week. Oh, week one was they great. blew the Colts, Andrew Luck and the Colts out of the water.
2: Yeah, Tyrod the game was, good. was never really that close. Tyrod was really good. Like he didn't yep. make any mistakes. He re- never that did perfect but, pass to Percy Harvin, yep. which was even crazier. He ran the ball well. It was like okay, the lightning in the bottle. We were hoping we would catch
5: that. Looked like it. Carlos Williams had a huge touchdown run. Right. Do you remember Carlos Williams? I do,
2: and I remember the touchdown run. He it had, was like a 30-yard, I believe,
5: for like the most consecutive start, starts for a rookie to get a touchdown? Yeah. First f- four or five games maybe. I think it was longer than that. I think it was like 6 or 7.
2: So that's a good one. And for me it might be number 1. Now, again, I don't have a very high bar for this because the right. years I exactly. went, exactly. all these games are kind of the same. Like I went to a Cardinals game was it week three or four, maybe that same season, where they beat the Cardinals no, at it home?
5: No, it was a different season. That would have been... That would have been the next year. 2016. Okay, right. It would have been 2016 because they started the season off 0-2, and everyone thought... That was when the Cardinals were right. good, and everyone thought the Cardinals were going to come in here and just absolutely it was annihilate the Bills, and the Bills beat them same thing it was a good win like it was, it was good home win. good yep. good Cardinals team but we didn't start well off
2: the season it's like I'm not very hopeful about this yeah so you didn't really have the hope or the expectation in that game it turned out to be a good game to attend but that was it the I g- also the game
5: prior I believe wasn't that the Thursday night game against the Jets where the, is that yes it was at that game, game too. it was like High-scoring game. Tyrod had two long passes to start it out for touchdowns, like Marquise Goodwin and Salas. Do you remember that name? Actually, you know what? That, that was a great game. They lose that game. They though. lose that game. That's they started off I was, 0 and 2, yes. and then they unbelievably right. turned the tide against. And then they started off the winning streak. My timeline is more clear now. Do you remember that? Yes, the, the, the Cardinals game started the four-game winning streak, which was like the first time they'd won four games since like the Bledsoe era. Yes, like in a row. Yeah. Or uh or Trent since Edwards. the trends the, when it started 4 and out. That's right. Um
2: no, now my timeline's a little more clear because I was at that game and I was furious after because they fired Greg Roman. And with Tyrod, Greg Roman had put up like 30 some points. Rex and his defense couldn't stop a nosebleed and they fired the OC. Yep. Um and I remember being mad about that. So, I actually would have been probably mad going into that Cardinals game. Not even, like, not hopeful. I was, like, P.O.ed about what was going on. So, nothing in that season counts for me. Nothing in 15. The Colts game is going to be probably number one for that. I did go, and this is a, such a lame answer, and I hope it's not it. There's I have two other candidates for me. And I'd love your calls. like Fans that went to games in the 90s, even the late 90s. Sure like those are the who I'm looking for here. I got some tweets that I'll read in a couple of minutes, but two other games. One and this is again kind of a cop out, kind of lame if this ends up being the answer. The finale between the Bills and Jets where the Bills keep the Jets out of the playoffs. They keep Fitzpatrick out of the playoffs. I was so invested in just keeping the Jets out. I was there and it was fun and it was a lot
5: of fun. And it was we one thought. of the most it was one of the most fun times I've ever yes. had at a game.
2: And it felt like there was a lot on the line. And there's not a lot of Bills games from my lifetime where that was the case. Even though it didn't affect them, it felt like there was a lot on the line that day. So I was into it. And I was I was hyped about going to that game.
5: Say what you will about the Bills drought, but I'll tell you one thing. The Bills were a damn good spoiler team at the end of the season. If you needed the Bills to win an irrelevant game, <laughs> they were going to win it.
2: Yep. Yeah. Um, the other game I have... In my head is EJ's first game against New England.
5: Against New England, yeah. That was a close game. But again... A game the Bills probably
2: should have won. He wasn't a great quarterback prospect. He went in the first round, but even some people snickered at that idea. There wasn't
5: a lot of excitement around that pick.
2: Right. I mean, you traded down. Also, remember going into that game, I think Jeff Toole was like, we thought he was going to play because Kevin Cobb got his concussion that knocked him out from being able to play. EJ had an injury that he sustained I think in the preseason hmm. that put his week 1 in doubt, and I think Jeff Tool was very close to starting that game if I remember correctly. Interesting. So, I think more of the build up to that game wasn't even about, you know, EJ and what he's going to look like. It was is is EJ even
5: going to play? Joe, I got a I got an interesting answer okay. for this. So, we're talking about the Colts game, the the Rex the first Rex Ryan game. They destroy the Colts. The next game, I believe, was a home game against the Patriots. And if I remember correctly, everyone was losing their mind, thinking this was finally the team, this was finally the coaching staff, to be able to dethrone the Patriots or at least win that legitimate game against them. There was a lot of hype for that game. That would have been Week Two of the would it have been the 2015 season. Okay. right. 2015 was the Colts home opener and then they throttle the Colts. And then there's a lot of talk like, oh, are the Patriots on notice? And then the Patriots had to come to Buffalo the following week, I believe. And I I believe the Patriots throttled the Bills. But I mean, there was a lot of hype for that game.
2: We don't have a lot of good answers, though, because we're know. kind of finding out. I, I was thinking the Sabres, it's,
5: the most recent Sabres one, shouldn't even really count because... Um, I don't have a good Sabres one. I have a, I was at the Sharks game where they extended the winning streak to 10. You know what would... Yeah, okay, right. That would have been 2018. That's a good one. That, But it's the same thing as I was saying. The hockey is just a different animal just because I, I found out I was getting tickets the day of. Like, it's okay. not the same hype... It wasn't the – that was right. the best stretch of hockey, though, for the Sabres for a while. I think
2: to beat this Bill Steelers game – tell me if do you think I'm right here. To beat that Bill Steelers game, my guess is you're going to have to go back to game one, 06 against the Flyers. Ooh. They had just had an incredible regular season. Sure. They finished fourth in the conference, but maybe they were second or third in points. In points, yeah. They were playing the Flyers. They were playing them at home. It was their first playoff game in five years, I think. Like, it had been a significant enough amount of time. They
5: played in a one So five years. Yeah.
2: So that's a significant enough amount of time. I think that might be it. Because it's our first playoff game in a while. We might actually be really good. Right. And we're playing, again, kind of like the Steelers, like an organization, a franchise. big bad Flyers. Yeah, we're not playing the Thrashers, you know. We're not playing the the Islanders at the time. We're in no man's land. Because like, the next year they played the Islanders. Who cared? <laughs> I think game one against the Flyers, that whiteout, that turned out to be an amazing game to attend, by the way, even though it was only 2-1. You had the Campbell hit in overtime. Oh. You had the Breer double overtime goal. Like That lived up to the expectation. Sure. But that game had expectation. I yeah. bet you that's – you have to go that far back. Would be my guess.
5: I think I heard Bulldog talking about this. If it wasn't last week, it was the week before. And there's a big difference between, at least in hockey, about expectation and and hope. And he said he didn't really enjoy the 06 07 yeah. run because he just had this. It, he was just looking forward. It's all about the Stanley Cup. It's all about the Stanley Cup. It wasn't about enjoying the journey. And I think you're kind of right in the sense that your first thought about this question went to 5 06 and not 6 07, right? Because we, even though we were all stoked at what the Sabres were throughout the entire season of 5 06, and what a surprise they were, there was still that little bit of, is this real? Was this a fluke? That's right. And that, that question doesn't really exist with the Bills
2: right now. Exactly. It's not, our questions are not, is this real? Is this a fluke? It's,
5: are we better than the Chiefs? Right. That's like it. And so when you go to the next year, you're right. The The feeling going uh, to play against the Islanders, game one was very different. Very different. It wasn't as exciting. It was exciting because I thought the Sabres were significantly better than the Islanders. I didn't imagine that they would put up much of a fight, which they did. They put up a good fight. While it was a four to one series, it was the, the games were all pretty close for the most part. The, the The point is, I was really excited for the Flyers series. I was a little bit more nervous for the Islanders series. the ex, The weight of expectation, and it, I wonder if it's different in hockey. And it might be simply because hockey is such a coin flip game. You know, the, the Bills—they're yeah. gonna. What's their floor? It's different in hockey. You see the Tampa Bay Lightning just get swept, you know, yeah. by the by the Blue Jackets. Like the best regular season team we've like ever fluky, seen. Lucky lucky stuff just kind of happens in hockey that through the duration of a of a 16-17 week football season sorts to tends to correct itself, you know. Eight oh three oh
2: five fifty is the phone number. If you're on hold, we're gonna to get to you right when we come back. So stay there through the break, and we've got open phone lines. So if you want to get in on this, the most excited you've been to attend a Buffalo sports game since, or I guess you know before this Bill Steelers game that's coming up on uh, Sunday next Sunday, uh, give us a call. Jody Biase, Brendan Keeney. This is the nightcap with Jody Biase and Brendan Kini here on WGR.
4: Excited, man. It's first time that, you know, we got our 53. Just getting out there playing in front of the fans for the first time with, you know, our initial roster. It, it felt good. Uh, a lot of energy out there. The fans always bring the energy. So uh, it was like it was a game out there. I said it every time we get the fans. I mean, that's just the energy you feel, and that's what they bring to the table, and we feed off that. So it was definitely a high-intensity day, guys flying around, guys making plays.
2: That is Bill's linebacker, Tremaine Edmonds, on the fans returning next Sunday. New. Oh, that was close. Highmark Stadium. That was a close one. I haven't called it Highmark Stadium enough. That's really what just, that just tells me. Highmark Stadium, Highmark Stadium, Highmark Stadium. Just got to to do that there for the next set. two weeks. I won't make the mistake again. Um, taking your phone calls. The last time you've been this hyped to attend a sporting event, uh, particularly here in Buffalo between the Bills and the Sabres. Let us know what you think. 8030550 is the phone number. Let's start things off with Dan. Dan, you're on the nightcap. What's up, man?
4: Hey guys! Hey, um, I actually my favorite moment is with the Buffalo Bills, uh, their first Super Bowl uh, against the Giants. I no, I did not attend the game. I was actually working um, with the United States military. Uh, I was stationed in uh, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, but uh, I was working swing shift. And uh, didn't even get a chance to see because some guys hit it on satellite. And uh, I did eventually get to watch it on tape. But waking up the next day for my shift, all the guys going through the halls and this and that are hooting and hollering about the Giants. And spoiler alert, now I get to watch the tape, seeing the Buffalo Bills lose. Well,
5: Dan, thank you for your service. Yes, thank you for your service.
4: Oh, no, there's no problem. I mean, that was a good highlight. I, I just loved my hometown team going to the Super Bowl, and uh, it was just funny how it was, uh, you know, the ending was given to me even before I even saw it.
5: <laughs> Dan, can you ask, answer a question real quick? Did you always have that same level of excitement with the, you know, the, the following Super Bowls, or did it kind of wear on you a little bit and never match the level of excitement you felt for the first one?
4: well the the second then they played i think i believe washington and then the first time they played uh dallas cowboys was in what 93 92 uh i was stay i was home stateside and i was stationed at uh an air base only two hours north of dallas fort worth and we had a a big hall and uh It was full of Dallas Cowboys fans, and there was one table, uh, and I was included um, with Buffalo Bills
3: fans.
4: (laughs) And the first half was absolutely amazing. And then uh, luckily that table was close to the door because when the second half (laughs) started and it crumbled, uh, they started looking at us, and we had to leak out the back door.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Dan, thanks for the call. Um, we're going to get to a couple of other calls here. Eight oh three oh five fifty is the phone number. Game you've attended or were planning to attend that you just were over the moon. You or- could not
5: wait. I think we can take out the attended part, too. Just what game were you yeah. just stoked for?
2: Yeah, I think that's right. Um, let's go to Jonathan and Alden. You're on the nutcap. What's up, Jonathan?
3: Hey, Joe. Hey, um, the game I was most excited to attend, um, well, it was probably earlier this year when the Batavia Muck dogs baseball team took on the Elmira um, Pioneers because it was my first baseball game and my first um, public gathering after COVID. But between the Bills and the Sabres, for the Bills, it was probably like either 2013 versus Carolina with EJ, because of E.J. Manuel or 2014 when we faced the Vikings and the Packers because it was after up bought the team. For the Sabres, I would say it was probably 5 when when um, – I had the San Jose game where Joe Thornton came back, and the Sabers on a hot streak. And I thought, hey, we might have something in this team. They lost five nothing, but that was the hype around that game. Those games was huge. I remember that game quite well.
2: All right, thanks for the call, Jonathan. Uh, I don't remember this game at all. The yeah, Joe Thornton, San- yeah, Joe Thornton had
5: gotten traded to San Jose, yep. and San Jose was not good to start the year. And pretty much that game against the Sabers lifted sano like, the rest of the year they were one of the best teams in the league and thornton ended up winning the mvp i believe that year okay they just absolutely came in and steamrolled the sabers all right
2: but, all right uh, i was at that bills uh panthers ej game mm, last second drive that game lived up to the hype for sure
5: yeah stevie johnson in the corner
2: did it what what was that game about though it was year 2
5: and it was very that was similar year one of ej the Panthers game? That was his first no, win. That EJ, was his first win ever. I, I think EJ EJ's first game was against the Patriots. Yeah, the, the oh, Carolina I'm sorry, his was first week win. two. Yeah, it was his first win. Okay. Yeah.
2: And okay, right. So that's different then. The second year is like, all right, did he take a step forward? That game was more like you were still finding out stuff. Right. Um all right, that's that's a good candidate. And that lived up to the hype at the end for sure. Let's go to Josh in St. Louis. You're on the nightcap. What's up, Josh?
0: Hey, guys. Well, um, I like some of the answers that the caller just had, but I think some of those are kind of cherry-picking the result. Like, you liked how you felt when EJ threw the last touchdown, but I don't know that anybody was like, oh, my God, the Panthers are coming to town. Um, <laughs> Agreed. In my Bill, in my Bills fan-watching lifetime, there hasn't been a whole lot of games that are going to live up to what we're going to see with the Steelers. The Bills are a Super Bowl contender. They have a franchise quarterback, yada, 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 COVID, all that, that kept fans away last year. But the one that kind of comes close is the 2003 opener against the Patriots. Mm. And the context of that situation was we had just come off of 2002, which was Bledsoe's first year, and the offense was dynamic. They had four pro bowlers on offense, and it was just, can we get anything on defense? We could be a Super Bowl contender. And they went out and got Takiyo Spike, Sam Adams, Lawyer Malloy from the Patriots a week before that game got played. And they actually, people might forget this, had Dick LeBeau on their coaching staff that season. Um, and then just... Leading up to that, the excitement when the Bills got Bledsoe in 0-2, and really the Patriots were the team that kind of crushed their hopes as that season fiddled away. Um, when that schedule came out and you saw the Patriots were the first team on the schedule in Buffalo, um, knowing that we finally had a defense or we thought we were going to have a defense, and then also not being too far removed from being a good team. Like, we weren't really in a right. drought at that point. We were just a team that hadn't been to the playoffs in a couple years, but for the most part still expected to go every year. The Bills, I believe, were top 10 in the league as far as Super Bowl odds that year. So I just think it all kind of connected to people were really hyped to, to get some Patriots' blood on their hands. And they did live up to the hype. They won 31 to nothing. But I think even going into that game, that was one that we had circled for months before the game even got played.
5: I really like that answer. Josh, and great job, man. Yeah, great for job. sure. And you talk about a perfect result for an extremely hyped game. I mean, that game could not have gone any better for the Bills just in any way. Sam Adams got a pick six in that game.
2: How about Josh coming in with Dick LeBeau on the <laughs> Bills coaching staff in 2003? What? Great call. I did not have that. That is crazy. Um, that he, one year as an assistant head coach uh, on the Bills coaching staff, 2003. 8030550 um, is the phone number. Let's keep rolling through calls. Let's go to Greg. You're next up on the nightcap. What's up, Greg? Hey, guys.
0: Uh, yeah, I think um, the game I was. Probably most excited to that I've been to so far was 2014 against the Packers. I think we just came off a loss from the Broncos, and it was like a must-win to keep our playoff hopes alive. And Big Ten brought back a punt return, and then Mario Williams had the strip uh, fumble on Rodgers in the end zone. And, yeah, I just remember the atmosphere at that game was awesome, but following the week we lose to, like, a 2-14 Raiders team or whatever, but that game was awesome.
2: Yeah, I, I, they. This is the game they won, right?
5: Yeah, they beat the Packers, and he was right. Atari Rambo. Yeah, I believe he had two picks, and yes. uh, Williams, like he said, the strip sack, and Eddie Lacy tried to bring it out of the end zone. Yeah, and so they got the safety, which pretty much sealed the deal. Jordy Nelson dropped dropped like a potential
2: ninety nine yard touchdown yeah. catch. Yeah, like he no, was gone.
5: <laughs> I believe to that point, that was one of the biggest games I had seen the Bills win, though. Oh,
2: yeah. It was Rodgers, and yes, it was here,
5: but it was Rodgers. It was, was Rodgers. It, it was late in the season. You the Bills the race were still pretty yep. decent. And like he said, they went and lost to a Ugh. terrible Oakland team the, the next week, and that ruined everything. Like the I believe worst. that eliminated them. But, yeah, the I don't even know if I was hyped going into that game just because I thought that the Packers were going to roll. So it might have been a little bit of a different feeling for me, but exactly right on the result. I mean, that was one of the bigger games I had seen and one of the biggest wins throughout the entire drought. So I really like that as an answer. And of course, the, the game lived up to the hype. I wonder, we haven't had a call on this yet, but anyone that
2: was at this game, what was the the lead up in the hype to Bill Steelers in 4 Win and mm, you're in. Win
5: and you're in. And you're thinking you're going yeah. against third the stringers backups. and
2: right. Like I don't. Remember, I don't remember the timeline. I'm nine at that point.
5: Right. We were. We were still really young.
2: Um. I don't remember like when we would have known that the backups were coming in. It's possible maybe you wouldn't have found out till that day.
5: I'm not even sure I would have known the difference at that point in my life. Roethlisberger
2: you know too, by the way. Right. That's Roethlisberger. That's rookie Roethlisberger. <sighs> Did I he think. play though? No, he didn't. Tommy Maddox, Maddox played. Maddox played. That was right. That's but right. But that, that's isn't that incredible that that game that was seventeen years ago wasn't was that the Willie, guy who's starting against them? Next wasn't Sunday? that
5: Willie Parker's like coming out party? Yes. Yep.
2: <laughs> he was so fast. I mean, i Willie. I remember watching him being like, "This guy's a backup. He's running a hundred miles an hour. What are you talking about?" Um, yeah, that was a crazy one. But I don't. But I don't remember the hype to it. I'm sure it would have been oh, through the roof. A
5: win and in year, of course. You're and they right. were so good down the stretch. Of they the year. were. They should have been a playoff team.
2: I think, uh, Aaron Schatz from Pro Football Outsiders. Um, I think he said according to DVOA, they're the they're the best playoff. They're the best team in NFL. Now I got to remember the timeline right. This is gonna be sloppy. But something in like the last 30, 40 years, whatever it is, that's the best NFL team that missed the playoffs.
5: Of course, right? Right.
2: Um, all right, let's uh, take – we can
3: squeeze a couple more calls. In. Let's
2: go to Steve. You're up next on the nightcap. What's up, Steve?
3: Hey, good, good evening, gentlemen. I am going to show my age. I traveled from Connecticut, I believe the year was 1988, to attend the first Bills playoff game at Rich Stadium. It was against the Oilers, obviously not the, the uh, comeback game, but they did win that game. And then for the Sabers, as far as hype and event, it's really easy for me. I was at the uh, 2010 Winter Classic, and as far as hype and expectation, I don't think you can beat that.
2: Um, that's a good one. The Winter Classic is a good one because of its uniqueness, also. Yeah. Um, and that it is, ended that up being is a good one.
5: Yeah, that I is didn't is think really of
2: that. One. I didn't think of that once. I like that me, a lot, though, because
5: I went to that game and like, I
2: was stoked. This is another lame answer. Maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe it's better than the Bills keeping the Jets out of the playoffs. I think maybe the most hyped I've ever been for a game in that stadium was the World Junior Outdoor Game, Canada and the U.S. Now that was very specific for me. Like I was going with buddies, and we had the whole day kind of planned out. We were going to tailgate beforehand. The game ended up being incredible, and that's probably playing into it into my mind as well. It was negative forty-eight degrees. Yeah, yeah just walking walking through a giant tailgate of. Uh, Canadian hockey fans. Yeah, that like, you're just walking through them and you're getting booed and pelted with snowballs. Like that was actually fun.
5: That was a very cool atmosphere. It was super cool. Yeah.
2: Um. So that might be my answer for the stadium, and I don't want it to be though. I don't want a World Junior hockey game to be.
5: I don't think my it's answer. going to be uh, next they, Sunday. They were wearing bills. They were wearing wearing bills uniforms. That was cool. And Casey Middlestat <laughs> was on the U.S. team, and he was like the best player in the tournament. That was
2: a part of the hype as well. In fact, I was. At the game in the arena the night before. They played two games in two nights. The game the night before that game was at the arena, and it was USA versus Slovakia. And Middlestad scored, if you remember that, like, gorgeous, crazy highlight reel goal to tie the game with, like, five minutes left. And that building erupted. So it was the day after that which only fueled the hype even more. Like, this guy is amazing. He's going to be our – Jack Eichel, Jack who? Going to be middle stat's going to be our number one center. Um, all right, one more call and then we'll take a break. Scott, you're on the nightcap. What's up, Scott?
3: Uh, nothing. Um, most hyped game that I remember, Sabres was. Bill do not really have anything but Sabres. Uh, game 7, 97 against Ottawa uh, in Buffalo uh, when Derek Planned basically shot the puck from the blue line right between Tugnut's legs and the place went bananas. Oh, Tugnut.
5: Ron Tugnock. I like
2: it. <laughs> Only Game 7 win in Sabre history. That is absurd. It is absurd. But it's first round, right, Scott? I'm remembering, right? It's first round?
3: Yes. yes, first round. I was in the way upper deck, way as far up as I can get it. The last seat in the last row. And the Sabres tied the game. They were down 2-1. They tied the game on a face. I forget who it was. He won the face okay. off, drew it back into the net. Okay. So I We won the face. No, we could not turn it back in the net. He won the face over, tipped it in off the face off right over Tugnut's shoulders to tie the game. Okay. And then they went to overtime and they scored about five, six minutes in. He just was basically dumping the puck in plants. And Tugner I don't know if he stepped out of net. He tried to like make a save and he whiffed at it and the puck rolled in the net.
2: I think it hit the bottom of his glove. Yep. Seeing the he highlight enough times. It like hit his yeah.
5: glove and then like fell through his legs. And the the Sabres went on to play Philadelphia in the next round. I think he's gone. He's gone. I'm sure I could find that somewhere on the interwebs. Though, yeah. If you're no, that's, if you really it's a that famous answer. Rick Jenneret call too. Obviously. Oh, it had to be Philly because Legion of Doom. Yeah, yeah that's right. Look how Legion. Yep, that's right.
2: Eight oh three oh five fifty is the phone number. Any last candidates? The game you were most hyped to go to, or even just watch. But a lot of it for me is that in-stadium atmosphere. We're next Sunday. Because it's the first time fans are going to be back. So let us know what you think. 803-0550. Last call in the nightcap. Joe DiBiase, Brendan Keeney after this on WGR. All right, a minute or two left here on the nightcap. Joe DiBiase, Brendan Keeney. If you want to get your calls in, you got a couple minutes. Do it quick. The game you've been most excited for in Buffalo sports. Because it's going to be tough to top Bill Steelers, which is coming next Sunday at Highmark Stadium. There, did it. Didn't screw up. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Let's take a call. Um, <laughs> I was thinking of something clever to say, and it's just nothing. Yeah. So that means it's time for Ned. Ned, you're on the nightcap. What's up, man?
0: Hello? Hey, Ned, you there? No, this is, this is Matt. Uh, Matt. Hey, I'm here. Sorry. Uh, the uh, most important game, or not important game, but the one I remember the most was, the very first game ever played at Rich Stadium, August seventeenth, nineteen seventy three. The opening kickoff was to the Washington player named Malkey. He ran it back for a hundred and one yard touchdown. But the reason wow. it's more important to me or David is that morning at six oh one my son was born and I was at the game that night handing out cigars. So I'll wow. never forget that first that first day first game at the Rich Stadium. Very cool. So that is cool. <laughs> I'll always remember that's why I'm not too happy with we have the new stadium because it'll be. I'll have to go
2: in the parking lot where I used to sit. <laughs> uh, Nat, thanks for the call, man. I'm glad you called. Um, first game at the Ralph, yeah, or Rich Stadium. I can't get it right. Now I'm all over the place. Too many names. That's a good one, though. Very good one. That's going to be good for. I mean, if it happens within you know whatever time period it is, if in 2027. That's the first year at a new Bill Stadium. Week one of that home opener of that season is gonna be like that's gonna be awesome. I can almost a- everybody's first chance to see it. And you know, six years from now that Josh Allen
5: will still be the quarterback. So I can assure you my first son will not be born next Sunday. So
2: <laughs> you think the window's closed on that <laughs> happening probably? The window is closed. Um Curtis, last call on the nightcap. You're up, man. What's up? Curtis, I hear something back there. Yeah, what is that? It's probably did, us. Did you fall asleep? No, I think it's. Yeah, maybe just you, you. put the phone down and you think, oh, I got a few minutes, and I come back. I'm gonna go get a drink. Yeah. And by the time you come back, you're, you're done. You ever do that when like you're on hold with like whoever the cable company or airliners? That's the one recently where like you you put the phone down for a while because it's like oh estimated forty eight minutes and then after 5, they come on the phone, and you're not ready. Like, oh, I didn't get the paperwork I needed ready to go. I don't have the, the code, the confirmation code that you needed, because I thought I had another
5: 40 minutes for this. That has never happened to me. Okay. This is a completely foreign concept to you. Well, it's not necessarily a foreign well, concept. It's just never happened. I can understand yeah. how it would happen, but it's sure. just never happened to me. That, that, that makes sense. Has um, it happened to you often? No. Enough or?
2: You know what? Like the last year or two? Every time I've tried to make a flight, it gets canceled, and then you have to do the thing where you have your credit, but they don't let you do it through the app, where you rebook. You have to call mm. to rebook so that you're you're basically not charged, um, and you can switch to any flight. But you gotta wait like forty five minutes to an hour on hold every single time, and I guess it's worth the wait because you really can pick a better flight, a more expensive flight without, you know, without the without the charge. Right. Um, but you got to wait like an hour. So, I've had that happen like 2 or 3 times in the last year. Understood. Just happened to me. I've got a flight planned for Nashville the week of the Bills game before the Titans Monday nighter and a couple days ago, there it is. The flight there gets canceled. You got to call and rebook. We were talking about it yesterday how much we hate the Titans. Hate, hate, hate the Titans. They're the worst. That, for me, I bet personally, that's going to be the one. <laughs> like, the game that, I know it's not in Buffalo, but the game that I get the most hyped for attending is going to be that game. Because the Bills are going to be great. The Titans are probably going to be good. And it's early enough in the year where it's going to matter for both teams, for sure. Um, and, right, it's Tennessee. And I hate Tennessee. They're the worst their fans are the worst their team is the worst their coach is the worst all their of it. uniforms are atrocious their, their style of play is the worst it's everything about it right their uniforms they look like a villain team a villain football team in a movie that couldn't get NFL licensing that's what they look like like any given Sunday they look like you should be playing in the any in any given Sunday with Al Pacino <laughs> They're a team that they faced in like week four and they're in the movie for like a minute. That's the Tennessee Titans. Wow, where did that Titans rant come from? That's just in there. You mentioned the Titans, and that is risk of it, – it's at risk of coming out. It's, it's just a stick of dynamite. I detect no lies. All right, that's going to do it for us on the nightcap tonight. Uh, everybody enjoy your Wednesday night, your fallish weather. I'm going to go outside around. We're gonna, I'm wearing a T-shirt. I hope to be chilly when I walk outside. I hope to be chilly. Um, so I'll talk to you tomorrow at 7 o'clock. And, by the way, real quick, I, I said this on Twitter, but I maybe should say it on the air. Thanks to everybody for the kind words on me and Sal Capaccio uh, co-hosting the Extra Point Show 10 to 12 on weekdays going forward through the Bill season. Uh, I'm really excited for the opportunity, and everybody's been super, super kind about um, about about us getting that opportunity. And, yeah, party starts Tuesday. I'm pumped, and we're going to have some fun. But until then, I'll talk to you tomorrow at 7 here on the Nightcap
0: on WGR. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order
1: to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. It's the clock at 4. Donchich. The Step Back 3. You bet. Music. You said my word